Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Off the Clock. My name is Evan Harvey, your host for today. And today we have a very special guest. We have Alan Hall, PR. And we have here Paige Morishita, who is a senior and account supervisor. We also have Megan Mortensen, also a senior and professional development director. And Aaron Tooley, who is a junior and an account executive. Girls, welcome. How are y'all doing? Amazing. So good. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, today we're just going to talk to y'all and hear about your experience with on all PR and just everything between, because I think it's a really incredible organization that offers so much, and I want to hear so much more from all y'all. But first, but first, let's get some icebreakers in and just hear more about who all three of you are. So, starting with Megan, uh, tell me, what side of TikTok are you on right now? Okay, this is embarrassing. Um, cannot believe it's for all the SOJC to hear. Um, I'm really deeply in baby TikTok right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> Lena, little Weena, she's adorable and she has my heart. I love her so much. Um, I'm recently transitioning though off of Am I the Asshole TikTok, which I think is more embarrassing. So, what's that, what's that TikTok is that? It's like Reddit threads of people being like, Am I the asshole but for telling my wife that she looks horrible in her wedding dress? <laughs> <laughs> it's like stuff like that. And then you just kind of sit there and you're like, You are the asshole, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like if you have to like debate that question, I feel like there's some probably aspect. Yeah, right. You, you know, know, I will say most of the time they are the asshole. Like it really, it's very rare that they are not. So um, I'm transitioning off that though and going into something more wholesome like babies. So yeah. That's very, kind of very, very wholesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Paige, we're roommates, so I kind of know what you're on, but yes. What, what, tell me more. Um, Animals, cows and horses specifically, and corgis, cooking, and ASMR cleaning and organizing. Like when they put the pens like in those little crystal containers, there's just something so right about it. So, yeah. I am so on part of that. Because <laughs> your, your feed looks like Spirit all the time. Because I remember it, it was that, like, like, like the Spirit soundtrack was on Brian one of them. Adams, I think is his name. <laughs> yeah. Like, I cry every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. every time. I actually just saw a TikTok today that said hot girls' favorite movie when they were a child was Spirit. It's and period. I think that's true. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're all horse girls now. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I told Paige, I'm like, I've never seen Spirit. And oh. I don't remember it. Or at least I, I saw aspects. I don't know why aspects. you're my roommate. That's <laughs> 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 So tell me about the cleaning side of TikTok. Is it more how satisfying it is when it's finished or is it more just how it looks after or I, the sounds? I think her name's like Kayla May. She does oh. these like sink cleaning videos oh, and she's like the pink stuff or whatever yeah. it's called. And she like scrubs it with like that scrub daddy like face oh, yeah. like sponge. <laughs> I, know exactly I don't know. Like the sounds are just so nice. Interesting. I love it. It is very satisfying. <laughs> but then I feel lazy. I don't want to clean. Anyways. Erin, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? What side of TikTok All are you right, on? So... My roommates are going to, like, kill me. But it's, guys, it's so embarrassing. But I'm, like, on the most basic TikTok, like, sometimes hype house does pop up. No. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're still dating, but, like, guys, I, it's, I could not be on the more basic side of TikTok. Okay, no, it's so, literally, it's so embarrassing. I need to, like, uh, but I, same, like, cooking sometimes, mm-hmm. recipes, um, cleaning, um, but... Yeah, some Charlie D'Amelio yeah, up just in there. there you go. <laughs> Cut it's it Addison out, Ray. <laughs> Is it? Yep, the Renegade. You know, Interesting. God. So you do the dances and stuff nope. too? No, no, I don't participate. Only <laughs> in the scroll. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. I never <laughs> check me out. It's check in the drafts, out. right? You uh, the draft. uh, nah, no comment. No. <laughs> Good answer. She pleads the fifth. Yeah, I plead the fifth. Um, my next, <laughs> my next question, um, is what kind of reality show would you appear in, but also game show? Um, Paige, before we were still recording, you were very adamant on which show you would fit in on. Wipeout. <laughs> like, I would not get past, like, the first, like, thing that they do with the red balls. But, like, I totally try it. 
I want to like also the price is right. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! The grocery store is like I know yeah. that the baking soda is more expensive than the vanilla. Okay, like I know <laughs> vanilla extract. I know yeah. you're yeah. so yeah. into it. <laughs> awesome. Which game on? Would you play like which game would you play? Anything that gets me a car. I feel like you'd be really good at the yodel yeah. one. Okay, David Dober. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> or like the, the, the Plinko yeah. one. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like no one wins, but like no it's one, so yeah. cute. Literally no one and wins. And The Circle on Netflix. Oh, oh yep. yeah. We, yeah. We are obsessed. Season three is coming soon. I'd win that show. I would also win. <laughs> I'd manipulate hey, you everybody. Win show, actually. Thank you, yeah, Megan. You guys should go ahead and head. <laughs> oh my God, imagine. Well... Uh, best of luck on my top page. I hope you win. Thank you. I um, will. <laughs> um, uh, Megan, what about you? What reality show or game show would you want to appear in? Um, recently, I've been watching way too much of Love is Blind season two. So I'm really going to say that I just really want to do that show. Um, just because I really also like Paige. I think I could catfish people with my personality and then get a free honeymoon to Mexico. <laughs> and I, yeah. I really just think that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> They'll love your face too. You're so pretty. I wish people could see you. Love the goblins. Paige is too much. She's too nice. So sweet. Um, Aaron, what about you? What what shows, um, what game shows would you see? Similar vibe, um, but I don't want to be a contestant. I just want to be a fly on the wall in Bachelor in Paradise. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. I, not the regular season. Um, just Paradise. Um, maybe be like, if you've seen it, like Wells, who's the um, bartender that oh, serves them. Okay, yeah. mm. Perfect. I can hear everything that's happening, but I just don't want to participate. I could like, so, really see you thriving in that. I, yeah, really, yeah, I just like, hear all the, all yeah. the stuff that I make some drinks, you know. But that's it. Love it. Yeah. Interesting. That's it. Fun. I, sometimes, like, I think about, like, is there, like, a reality TV show with, like, HGTV? Or, like... Like, House Flippers or, like... Yeah. yeah. Up oh, my God. I would, I would also brothers. love that. Yeah. yeah. I would also... Yeah. yeah. You know, for a show that's, like, the same kind of style every single episode, it's so yeah. satisfying. It, it is. It's so nice. Oh, I love it. I and, love like, Farmhouse. Yeah. 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 yeah, Modern Farmhouse. Yeah, modern style. Farmhouse. I love it. I love that. Right. Can I just say I'm so happy that none of you said too hot to handle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that think, is so ridiculous. That show is too much. Yeah. Right. I'm just, like, just... I Don't have... You know, anyways. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how is it that hard? I completely agree. Is it that hard? It's yeah. And if there's a cash price, anyways, no. anyway, move on. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next icebreaker is a little bit more just about your, just about you. If you weren't doing PR right now, what would you all be doing? What would be the next goal? Okay, mine's like really out of pocket. Um, Go for it. I like growing up always wanted to be a marine biologist. <laughs> oh, fun! Oh my god. I was like, oh my God, like I love, like, go, I don't know, when I would go to like a aquarium, mm -hmm. just eyes wide open, so yeah. random, but like, <laughs> and so opposite of what I'm doing now. And it's because of, I suck at science, can't do science, won't, <laughs> that doesn't work with the brain. Chemistry. And chem none of that, nope. none of that. So that's why I'm Either. PR. So. Yeah. And that is why we love yeah. PR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PR. None of that, none of that, yeah. I love it. So. For sure, read my <laughs> oh, I love it. Easy oh answer. <laughs> well, I would definitely be John Safdie's mute. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping that would come. <laughs> there we go. I love Good. it. Good. That's all we need. That's yeah, that's it. In. In Perfect. I love it. Well, Megan, well, what would be your actual? You're telling me that's not an actual job. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, what? Was that the actual answer? Okay. Well, then, please. <laughs> Love it. Um, Paige, what about you? What would you be doing? I'd definitely be a teacher. Oh, I used to like see that. teach my stuffed animals and like I had a whole whiteboard. Like I was coming for my third grade teacher's career. <laughs> just didn't know it yet. I love that. Oh, yeah. She's gonna definitely this and be a teacher. like, oh wow. I know. I love you, Miss Denberg. <laughs> Do not come for me. Uh, what grade level? 
not high school. I agree. Fuck yeah. high yeah. schoolers. Mm-hmm. Probably like <laughs> a good like fifth or sixth grade. Oh, like fifth grade math is like way too hard. So maybe like <laughs> yeah. sixth grade, maybe. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I love sixth yeah. Grade. yeah. You'd be an amazing teacher. Yeah, they're like you. young enough to not give me attitude that often. Well, my next couple questions, we'll do two more. Um, we're gonna play a game of this or that. So you guys all saw them, but what we're gonna do is I'll be providing you with this or that. So providing one more thing or another thing, and all three of you are gonna say at the same time. Okay, so we have four here. The first one is summer versus winter, and I'll count you off. Okay, okay. so on three, or after three, excuse me. So after three, one, two, three. Winter. Summer. You guys are so fly. <laughs> Who said winter? Paige, me. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. oh, Paige, oh. you're from Southern California. Like winter in SoCal is so easy. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like, oh, I was thinking about it up here because oh. the seasonal oh. depression. I was thinking like back home. I was like, oh, winter back home. Yeah. Win- yeah. Okay. Beautiful. If we're in Cali, mm-hmm. definitely winter because yeah. summer don't want to pay the AC bill. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Acceptable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, I would have been. Different. This is so random. Erin, where are you from? I'm from Sacramento. Okay. Yeah. So Hell Cali yeah. Girls here. Wow. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm the black sheep in this one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only Oregonians. That's interesting. But because SoCal, where are you from again, Megan? SoCal. Okay. Yeah. yeah I live about two years. You're from Oregon? I'm from Salem. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but here we go. Ew. Not, yeah. <laughs> literally nothing interesting. <laughs> okay. We'll do this one a little differently. We'll just have you each say individually since it's a little longer response. But would you rather this or that, I should say, listen to only the last song you played versus never listen to music again? We'll start with we'll start with Megan. What do you think? Okay. Um, can I like see what the last song I played was? Please tell me. Oh. Okay. I'm God. so curious. I'm actually curious what pages is too. I have no idea. It's probably Let's some see. K-pop. I Let's be honest, it. guys. We already know. <laughs> okay, okay. It's um Bad by Lennon Stella. Um it's oh. like really a bop. Lennon Stella's bops. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh my god. I like really love that song. Um I'm gonna say I would just listen to that for like the rest of my life. I would that would that would be that would be fine. It's a solid one. Yeah, out. I love that. I haven't heard it. I'll check it out later though. Yeah, oh it's good. Amazing. All right, Paige. Mine was actually it's from my songs that reminds me of my K-pop boys playlist. <laughs> <laughs> it's smiling when I die by Sasha Alex Sloan. Wait, yeah, yeah, wait, It's hold a up. very sad song. So I, mean, I don't know. I don't need to be more sad the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Shoot. Smiling when I die. That's yeah. like it's like cute, but like I don't know if I'd want to listen to that for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't need to be more like depressed. Right. Thinking about dying. Uh, right. <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. Though. That's fair. That is so valid. Very valid. valid. The page will be musicless forever. Love yes. Wait, so it. what's the so it's Either listen to the last song you've played recently forever. Ever. Yeah, it's like the only song you it's like that's the only song gotcha. you've ever played. Or okay. nothing ever again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is controversial. I love country. Uh, big country <laughs> fan. I know a lot, a lot of people feel that way. Um, but mine's Spring Sting by Eric Church. So um okay. yeah. That's, that's, not bad. that's the exact reaction. I <laughs> no, see, I'm just like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. I actually have no idea that what that's. And moving on. That's okay. <laughs> but would you, that's okay, Aaron. you? Would you keep that song forever? I love that song, but God, I would just get so bored. Love it. Yeah, I that's okay. Yeah. I could do that. Mm. Country is not that bad. Thank In you. my horse girl phase, like you. I was constantly listening to country. I'm telling you, like it's... the lyrics are the lyrics hit though. The lyrics. I mean, it's the same four lyrics. It but is. It's but... like tractor, beer, and like and... with a guitar. Yeah. No beer for my horses. Yeah. Whiskey for my yeah. men. <laughs> Like Keith Urban, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. some bops. I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna say Luke Combs, yeah, 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 sure, great. You're like, okay. <laughs> you're listening to your pop. I'm only, I'm only into pops. That's the only problem. So, but it's all good. 
let's go ahead and just go on to our questions then. I think we're ready for now. But thank you all. Amazing icebreakers, and I get to know you more. So getting into Alan Hall PR, I think, you know, as someone who also comes from an, a similar organization, I am always interested to see what it's like for other majors in the SJC, um, which is why I want to know what got each of you into AHPR and how did you find your way there? So um, so I joined AHPR my junior year in fall term and I really just wanted to get some like hands-on experience because we talk a lot about like what press releases and pitching is in class. Um, but like we just don't really have an opportunity to like apply that in anything. So I really wanted to see what it was like to get some real world experience. Um, and it's been really great in that, honestly, like even on your own accounts, you obviously get to do a lot of things there, but seeing what other accounts are doing as well, you're kind of seeing like, hey, what else is out there? for PR and especially seeing kind of how an agency operates. I think that was really valuable. So I was just drawn to getting kind of more hands-on experience with it. Mine is the same as Megan. It was a lot of the real world experience stuff. I don't remember the first time I heard about HPR, but I really wanted to get in. Mm -hmm. But also like just making friends in PR because like I feel like in class it's kind of hard sometimes to make friends. So like it's definitely the social aspect too. Um, yeah, it was so weird. I don't know exactly how I heard about it either. I was trying to think about that the other day, but freshman year, I started applying, which like you can't do that. <laughs> so like if that tells you, I, I really want to be a part of it from the get go. Um, and just to get that real world experience that like a class can't always give you. Um, so that was, and, and meeting people that's, that are all the same major is so cool and what a great experience and like to network and connect with them because ultimately like they say it a lot, like a lot of these people sitting in that room I'll be working with potentially. So yeah. yeah. That's one of the most truest things I've, I've heard, especially with these organizations is that your community there, you have, it's almost your home base, if anything, with people who are like-minded as you work really hard and are dedicated. So that is super true. And I see parallels with other Orgs as well, too. So, well, that's really interesting. I'm glad that each of you are getting this experience because it is so unique. And I think I was trying to do some research actually to figure out how unique this experience is. And it's it's pretty damn unique to have a student-based firm that is working with real-world clients. And I want to emphasize that because I don't think most on the West Coast, there's only not there's only maybe like 10 or so. And I think not many people do it like we do it, too. So mm-hmm. props to y'all. Love it. Um so I'm also curious too, as a just basis of just talking about what Allen Hall PR is for the listeners who have who don't know about too much. So tell me about what is Allen Hall PR. Allen Hall PR is a nationally affiliated student-run um, PR agency based here in Allen Hall. Um, we really focus on um, collaborative storytelling and how we can work with real-world clients across the nation to deliver on their strategic communication goals. So the way it's kind of set up is we have um, ten different accounts this term. We have an account supervisor that works with like around four account executives, and um, they just work with their clients um, directly to kind of figure out, okay, what is this client wanting from Allen Hall PR, and then how can we work with the tools that we have to deliver that? So, yeah, that's kind of what it is, just working to deliver real-world results. Amazing. And how many students are currently in the organization? So we have about 55 students, including our leadership team. Amazing. Love it. Something, um, wait, yeah. something that Megan also forgot to add, she's been getting really good speakers to come <laughs> oh, yeah. and professionals to talk to us about like what the industry is like. So, girl, give yourself some props. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, thank you. feel free to go on, on what it's like for your firm meetings. I know you guys have weekly firm meetings. Um, tell me about what that process is like. What, what, what's the vibe there? What do you guys talk about? Yeah, so um, that's kind of my role as the professional development director is to kind of plan those meetings. And my goal starting out this year, because, you know, last year was COVID and we mostly, so we met all online the entire year. And it was mostly just kind of professional development stuff where it was like, okay, here's this person that works at this firm and they're just going to like 
talk about what they do and you can just ask them questions. And then like when I was talking with Kelly Matthews, who's, who's our um, faculty supervisor, she was like, that's like literally what PRSSA does. And I was like, you are so right. That's exactly what they do. So I was trying to think of how can like we make this make Allen Hall PR different from PRSSA. And so my goal kind of going into this year was to think of like what tangible skills do accounts need this year working with clients. So a big thing that we do is social media. And another big thing we do is media relations. So I started out, um, first of all, I make sure each term we have um, a speaker that comes in and talks about diversity, equity, and inclusion in um, the PR industry, because I think that's really important. So Maddie Acosta-Nguyen, who is um, a recent SOGC grad and is working with Sony and DEI, uh, came and spoke with us this term. And so we kind of do some like standalone workshops in the beginning. And then like the last three to four meetings I dedicate to, towards a specific skill. So um, first term of social media, and we started out with um, a faculty member from the SOGC. So Kelly Matthews came in, gave us like brief overview, like what are we looking at? And then I bring in um, two to three professionals to kind of come in and talk about, okay, like, so here's social media as a whole. I'm going to talk to you about like evaluating metrics and how that looks specifically and what are the tools that you're going to use to make that happen in for your clients and then also into the professional world. So it's mostly, I really wanted to focus on just like developing those skills for um, our members this year, because like, if you want to like develop a network, that's what PRSSA is for, like Allen Hall PR. I mean, we are using these skills. Like I really think we should learn about them from the people that are using them every day. So that was kind of my goal going into it. I, I think what I think so it sounds like to me that you you want to utilize the time that you have as a firm to not only build your relationship with the clients and get that work, but also give you personal development in individual skills, give you those opportunities that maybe some of those don't have. Does that sound pretty close to? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because we're mostly juniors and seniors, but we do have some sophomores that are kind of sitting there like, oh, my God, like this is really intense. Like we are doing real world, real world work for clients. And it's like it can be really scary, um, like having to actually send out a pitch to a journalist that like literally is going to read your work. Like that is so terrifying. So it's nice to be able to have like that background and that really solid base of knowledge to know like no, like I've learned how to do this in class. I've learned how to do this in HPR. Like I am ready and I'm prepared for this. So that's kind of my goal. It's just making people feel as prepared as possible. I think it's great they're including diversity, equity, inclusion information for your students too. Because I, I just don't see that kind of education more broadly talked about in our coursework, especially right now. Yeah. And I, I think it's great that that's a part of your own curriculum that you're providing those students. Because um, when we get into the real world, I think what our generation is doing is we're trying to be more advocates for those kind of information. Mm -hmm. And since, you know, metrics show and demographics show, not much diversity out there in the real world, especially in a PR and ad sense as well, too. So um, not to that. That's incredible yeah, stuff. And I you. think it's amazing. So um, fantastic. I think also, too, what a lot of students probably are drawn to for you all is that client, real life client work. So I'm curious on with your client work, um, how you how do you structure your teams, at least in that sense, um, I'm going off the record. So that's a <laughs> there's a conversation here. So um, when you structure your teams, how do you organize your teams with them? Um, because then you have different roles there too. So how are those teams naturally structured? Um, so we just have our account supervisors who are doing, and I think it also depends on the account supervisor and how they want to run it. But so we have account su supervisors that are kind of the main point of communication for the client and also for um, our leadership team. So our firm director and assistant firm director to check in. So the um, AS is kind of working to figure out, okay, what does the client need? And the AEs are there doing a lot of just like the work, you know, and there's like, if the client says, okay, we need pitches to go out, the AEs and the AS are working to get that done. So I'm sure like Paige and um, Aaron could talk more about it because they're actually doing that work this year. But yeah, it's mostly structured around like ASs leading the teams um, and then four to five AEs um, per each team. Yeah, um, for account supervisors, a lot of our stuff, 
like Megan said, it's a lot different from account executives like they're like Aaron. They're actually doing the work, writing the press releases, all the social media posts, whatever it is. Um, but account supervisors are really like client side management and kind of going between leadership and making sure that the client is happy. Um, and then we kind of just like delegate tasks to the AEs who they're all amazing. They all do great work. So, yeah, I think a good way of looking at it is like the AS is like internal and then A's are external or would you say that or, yeah, or I opposite? Think... I don't know. <laughs> but I'm like trying to think of it as like I, I think the AS is like kind of works more like one on one mm-hmm. and a little bit closer with the client um, and leadership. And then, yeah, so like I do more of the nitty gritty work and yeah. Yeah. Both both are really good experience in their own ways. <laughs> yeah. So as so. An, as an AE, what what work does that include for yeah. your positions, especially um, and tell me what client you're also working with too. Yeah. So um, so last term I worked for Eat Your Spanish, um, their Spanish education podcast. Um, I did all the basic like media lists, um, like brand rebranding. Um, we worked on kind of like revamping their social because they've never had help for public relations before. So that was really cool to kind of start them from the ground up. Now I'm work- working for um, North American Women in PR, and it's an awesome organization, super women empowering. Um, and I'm working on the podcast side, actually, which is oh. super funny and ironic. ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we're working on trying to get the CEO on a podcast. Um, so I'm in charge of outreach. Um, and that's been going really well. It's been really fun to work in that space. So incredible! I'm looking at the website right now, and this um, fantastic organization I can see yeah. just in their mm-hmm. what they're offering in a public relations academy sounds so cool. Yeah, it's um, sick. I want to also loop back to Paige as your role as an um, account supervisor. What are some of the experiences you've had <laughs> talking to your clients, and how do you manage a client and make them happy, as you all mentioned? Well, just to be like very transparent, clients are interesting and they can be very difficult. Luckily, like my client has been really nice, but um, my client's a Lane Community College Student Production Association. I'll call it SPA so that I don't have to keep saying that long (laughs) name. Um, But yeah, overall, they've been really happy with us, but they do theater productions at the community college near the UO. And fall term this year, they had a show with LCC Dance um, because they dropped PR. Um, and that was kind of like adding on another client and they were very difficult. Like they wanted control over everything. And so I think with account supervisors, you really have to learn like when to put your foot down, you know, like the client doesn't know everything. Like people like us who are learning PR in the SOJC, like we have a lot of knowledge. And so we need to feel comfortable being like, no, like we shouldn't do this. We should go this direction instead. And kind of knowing when to cut the client off. Um, but those moments when you have like you get good feedback from your client, it is so rewarding. It is so rewarding for sure. Because you're kind of the epicenter of the team because you'll really have that good feedback. And especially seeing the work you do at home, too, especially I see how much client <laughs> communication you do. Yeah. And it looks like a, a lot to handle. And I think not many people give that credit, too, because uh, you're pretty much the main communicator. You also run the account in a way almost and keeping a client happy is difficult. And then I know that to a T. It's very hard. Um well, that's great, though. I'm, I'm, well, I'm happy that you're at least able to gather that kind of experience now while you're making you're able to make mistakes comfortably. And that's something I wanted to bring up, too, because I think what's awesome about organizations such as AHPR, um, it, it's it's a space that's feeling not so worried about being so fine-tuned by almost every detail. It's, it's a space where you can be in a team that's also around the same age and working together 
Um, and I know you you guys are you guys have many women in your organization. I think it's awesome as women leading something like this together as a team is super key. Long answer, but <laughs> just want to bash that. But awesome page, thank you. So my next question then for each of you is uh, looking at your firm in HPR. As I mentioned, it is super unique for us to have that here in the SJC. Um, as I told you, I tried researching and finding any other student-run PR firms, and there's not many. And I think that's nationwide. Um, I could be wrong, but I think ours is very prominent here. So I'm curious on your guys' thoughts on what makes the firm unique to your education and what's added to your learning and development as someone who's in public relations. So, yeah, I'll start with Erin. Yeah. I feel like I'm really curious <laughs> about your aspect since you're on the end of some... Um, you're still a junior. Yeah. And you got a whole other year and you're like, yeah. so I'm curious on how, how much learning you've done so far as a junior, especially just and all that and everything between. Totally. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. It's been like the best hands-on experience. Um, I like I said, I've always wanted to be a part of it and but I never really knew what it was about until I joined. And I've I'm only in like two terms and I feel like I've done like two internships, it feels like, <laughs> and in the best way. And I've learned so much from people that have come and talked to us. Um, and it's just, I, I really don't think, I tell people all the time who are interested, like you can't get a better like experience in PR in college um, than AHPR. You can't. Like this is the best experience you can get while you're in college. So it's important to take advantage of that. And so we're so lucky that we have that for people that don't have that at their school. I'm like, gosh, I wish you get to have this experience because it's so great. Um, yeah. Way to plug it. I love it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was a really long plug. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it. I just want to mention that, like, I interviewed for an internship with Rebellious PR. Shout out Rebellious PR. They're, like, focusing nice. on, like, diversity. Like, I've never seen that many POC, like, running an agency like that. Um, but I interviewed with them for an internship and I remember I told them about HPR and they were like, oh, so it's like a PR club. And I was like, no, 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 it's a student run PR agency. And they're just, they're very impressed. Like it sounds crazy when you actually have to talk about it out loud. Um, so yeah, it's just like Aaron said, it's such a unique experience. And I think when you're in it, like you don't realize how unique it is. Like when you actually have to tell someone and you explain to them what you're doing, and it's like actual clients, they're really impressed. It's such a special experience. To add on to that really quick, I, I, I found that so much so much when people ask me, like, what is AHPR? I get that question a lot, like, especially from like my roommates who are in like environmental studies. They're like, what is that? And I'm like, you're so right. It's so hard to explain. And when I yeah. do, I sound insane because it feels <laughs> like sounds like I have a job on top of my schoolwork. Yeah. Um, and that's like something I want to add, like it being student led, first of all, is badass. But second of all, it's like that is like it, it does kind of take off the pressure a little bit because it feels like, OK, we're all in this together. We're learning as we go. Um, but that's the beauty of it. So snaps. Literally, that's no, I, true. you said it well said. It's just I'm going to repeat what you said. Badass to be a student run PR firm. And I, I told Paige, I'm like, try not to say student in front of it. It's a PR firm. Totally. You guys are working yeah. with real world clients. And yeah. I think in yours' interviews after this, go say it's a PR firm. The student part will come after. But, <laughs> right. Because um, it's a PR. It's a damn PR firm and a damn good one, too. So, Hell yeah. yeah. But Megan, what about you? Um, so... I think like when I think about HPR, I just like really go back to my freshman year when I was kind of like I just switched to the PR major and I like started reaching out to some like random people that were in communications that I knew. And I was like, OK, what do I do now? Like, 
how do I like get better at PR? And everyone, they just said like, get real world, get real world experience. And that's what HPR is. I mean, you're working with real clients. You're working with very real deadlines. Like you have shit going on all the time. And like, it's prepared me for a future in PR. I mean, it's like, I know exactly what to expect. And I feel really confident going in that like, okay, yeah, like you need me to like get this pitch done by this deadline. Like, that's fine. I've done it before. I've done it in HPR. Like, it's good. So I think it really just like prepares you like nothing else. Provides you that competitive advantage. Yeah. Applicants too, I think. Um, not that that's the only benefit of the organization, but it's yeah. it's something that most people don't talk about because it is, you, you earn a lot of skill sets in this organization that um, you can't earn anywhere else and at least out in Hall. Um, but yeah. yeah, well, amazing. Great thoughts, you all three of you. Obviously you too. Um, <laughs> so I want to go into some more questions specific about PR industry as a whole because um, I'm really curious on your thoughts, especially as women. Um, since I was looking up some statistics and it's just uh, clearly there's still what we would call a gender pay gap in specifically right now the PR industry and I still see it and even though it is a woman dominated major I'm still seeing a very large pay gap so what so what are your all thoughts on just that and how do you how do you all take that information as it is and when you all provide when you all go into your professional world since Megan and Paige you are seniors and Aaron as you go forward um, how does that turn into when you all apply for jobs, how do you how do you all feel about that? So, yeah, I feel like it's interesting because a lot of times, like in classes, like J three fifty here's principles of public relations. Um, they talk about it. I don't know how many percent women percentage of women oh, are 70%. in PR. Oh wait, I, I looked it up. I did too. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like sixty five percent to seventy. Mm. Okay, wait. So it says seventy percent. Um, of okay, what is it? Um, <laughs> for research. Okay. Oh yeah. They're, like so, the PR industry is like seventy percent um, like women, but only thirty percent of um, executives in the PR industry are women. That is literally yeah. yes. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say it's interesting how they say that. Like it's a good thing, but then when you really look at it, the top execs or management are still white males, yep. mm -hmm. or just males in general. Um, so yeah, I think that's something that the industry really needs to think about because I think it's easy to spin it as. It's a it's like an industry for women, but really still the power at the top is men, which is an issue. So, Paige, does, does that is that more motivating for you or more the opposite when you hear that kind of information? Um, It's definitely motivating, but also sometimes it can definitely be like, oh, my God, like at the highest level, it's probably still going to be a male. I'm doing the same amount of work as them. I can do the work as well as them, but they're still up there. Um. So it, it's kind of both. Mm, that's yeah. a fair answer. But definitely motivating. Like, I want to be up there with the men, like, fighting it out. And you will be. Like, the Absolutely. three of us, you like, so we all be. got it. Done. I was going to bring this in after the question, but I, I think that's what's awesome about where we're all, we are all heading. I think, you know, those people are heading into retirement soon. There's, I think there's going to be a major shift in how the work life will look. Not necessarily, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, remote and we're going to be home and stuff. No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, the logistics in their hierarchy of how they're structuring the organizations. I think as young people, we're going to make moves and strides to change that narrative. So anyways, continue. I'm curious on your guys' thoughts. So I think, Megan, you started somewhere or Aaron, whoever wants to come Yeah, first. no, I was, Megan and I were talking about this before um, we got here and I was just like, yeah, just with just experience I've had so far, like outside of school, I just, it's, it's totally male dominated at the top level. It's just, it's, it's sad. And it, and oftentimes I've seen it be like where, like the vice president's a woman, but they're pretty much doing all the work. And then, but the white male is the face. Mm 
There we go. Um, yep. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> so it's just, it, it is motivating. And I, I think we could take it to be motivating. Um, and it's definitely given me a push. So I'm trying to take it um, as motivation. Truly, nobody's getting in the way of my bag. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, Megan. Nobody. I can just see, like, Megan and Aaron just, like, sitting there with, like, the CEO, like, nameplate on their desk. Like, <laughs> hello. Hey, all I three mean, of them. Yeah. Yeah, do not. Well, no. so, sorry, Megan, interrupt you. Um, this happens, and I think there's been multiple people from organizations here in uh, Allen Hall where they will start their own agencies. They will work their way up in their pairs, their duos. So, honestly, some people have gotten hired as pairs here like there's sometimes people that work so well so that kind of do ad for us <laughs> you can do some yeah. advertising for our pr firm thinking totally more she i'm working so i am not opposed um we'll talk after absolutely i'll see my resume um so <laughs> um that put me off track. Sorry, y'all. So sorry. He's Megan just so excited. No, I, like, God, I, like, I can't stop thinking about it. No, yeah. Well, I think it's like it's not as a far-fetched thought as one would think. No. I think it's very possible, and totally. I think it's you know, especially if someone you're close with in uh, an agency or even a firm, you guys will not necessarily come inspire, but like you guys will work your way up. You guys will work together. People are gonna notice that. So yeah, not a far-fetched thought as one would think. So Megan, apologies, go for it. No, no worries. Mm -hmm. Um, so when Aaron and I were talking, we were kind of saying how different our internships experiences were because I interned at um, J Public Relations this summer, and it's a female-founded, female-led firm, and it's like I'm sorry, it's fucking badass. Like it is so sick. It's luxury travel, like PR, which like I'm. I'm sorry, can I just say that again? It's luxury travel PR. <laughs> like, that yep. is so cool. And it's just, I mean, it's like, all, I mean, there are a couple men throughout the firm, so it's not like we're like excluding them. But like, I mean, it's like mostly women and it's so badass because like you just see that, like, I mean, they really are leading by example. And it was really empowering to like work with a group of women that are so passionate about like, first their clients, but like also, I mean, like everyone that they're working with, it was like really cool to just, I mean, know that I was like, really valued as, as an intern they valued my education they valued my learning they valued that the work I, they valued the work I was putting out but like it was also like you funny because like they would be on like calls or whatever with clients and like they would always be men and they'd like get off the calls and they'd be like can we talk about the mansplaining <laughs> and I every single time I died because I was like this That's is what like you are working with women all day and then as soon as like your client gets on the line and is just like talking yeah. over you it's just like oh wow we're back in it again. Back in it. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, can you like please talk about the hair washing stations? Oh my god, I can. Okay. Wait, no way. No way. No, and no this way. is no. And I'm telling you guys, this is women run PR firms. So okay, so I was like remote as an intern, but I spent one day in their like main office, which is in San Diego. And so like I get there, it's gorgeous. It's I mean, like this office, I would live there. Like it was so beautiful. But then like I see like their bathroom and it has like this little thing it's like on the door it says j spa and i was like okay like that's just like a fun rebranding for like their bathroom adorable um no it wasn't it was not <laughs> um i like walk in and they have this like luxury shower with these like um really high-end hair care products and i was like oh my gosh okay like gorgeous shower literally bigger than like my room in my apartment but go <laughs> off and then like of course they have like toilets and whatever but then like i turn and they have a hair washing station with like all of these designer products and i was like i mean of course this is amazing but like what is this for and i was just like when i tell you they said the answer and i was like i'm i see myself here like this is where i am in the future they were like yeah you know some people like to go to like to orange theory classes and then they just like come back to work and they have a client meeting so they just need to like give their hair a refresher and i was like <laughs> yep. I was like, this is it for yeah. me. 
done. Like, please hire me now. Sign me up. Literally. So, I mean, sign me up. It was really cool. That's a good sign really of a great firm, though. If they're it's taking care of their employees, then oh, the yeah. work will show. Oh, I, totally. Yeah. I think, you know, I won't name the big agencies that do that. Like, there's obviously the big one that obviously will have all the amenities. But I think, you know, there's sometimes when I see these like smaller firms and they just hate their employees. And I say hate in a term of not necessarily direction of hateful language, but they're just not caring for them. When I hear these kind of things, that tells me that I'm looking at their pages and their everything. And like, my God, this is like, yeah, very impressive. as an <laughs> um, I was going to ask you what luxury travel is. Is that just like, what is that? Like private jet? Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's like, I'm like, are yeah. they hiring people? Yeah. I'm ready. Um, so yeah, it's uh, really cool. We work with uh, most of our clients are actually hotels. So we work with like big chains. So like there's like Hilton and like, you know, like in the Caribbean and shit and like it's crazy. But then like also smaller ones, like one of my clients um, was the Cloud Vale, which is in um, uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So it's like right by Yellowstone, but it's like this gorgeous luxury property that just like, I mean, stunning. There are just all these amenities. So it's just like really, it's mostly just kind of hotels and resorts um, across the world um, that are just really i'm sorry they're really fucking bougie like they are <laughs> so cool and then it's like also really cool because like you're doing pr for them right so like oh like you need content for your luxury hotel i will go stay at your luxury hotel and shoot no content. way did I you swear. do that i didn't but like oh. when i okay so one of my accounts was also in waikiki and so over oh the God. summer two people on my account were just like hey bye guys content mission to waikiki and i was just seeing them like on our slack channel just literally like oh my gosh yeah luxury croissant for breakfast while i'm looking over the ocean and You're i was just like kidding. i was like i've like died and gone to heaven quite honestly it was amazing well i'm jealous now <laughs> um well just to plug them i'm checking their careers pages um they are hiring a social media strategist so in yes. san diego looking at page right now hello um, but and they have another. sick post-grad internships that are paid, so. I would hope so. Oh, I hope yes. they open up. Well, that's a good plug then. We'll definitely plug that information for here, too. Um, yeah, to, just to come back to our questions, too, um, as well, thinking about all these agencies and how it feels to be a woman in this agency. So I, I'm curious, as women in the, in the industry as well right now, how do you all feel about where it is currently moving or currently is um, in approaching, as we talked about, DE&I? kind of specific areas, but also other areas such as, you know, bringing in more inclusive energy, raising more awareness to quality. Um, I'm just curious on where you all think the movement industry is at right now. I mean, I think it's like really cool. I think my biggest dream working in PR is to work for a client that I'm passionate about. And like, I'm never going to be passionate about like working for a really shitty and like ethically questionable organization. You know, so it's like, I mean, we've heard of big firms that are like representing like like, you know, like huge oil things. And it's like that, you know, it's like I'm like, I don't want to represent that. So it's really empowering to see that we're moving towards more sustainable, more socially conscious and just, I mean, things that are just better for the world, I think. And it's like that's something you can be passionate about as a PR professional and something you can be excited about, like delivering positive press on. So I think that that's really what I'm excited about is just like I'm going to be able to go into an industry that is like really i mean it's shaping the world quite honestly in the way that we see things so i think it's really cool that we're being we're able to like highlight really awesome um and positive changes that are happening yeah, yeah i'm pumped for our generation to get out there and start working um i think we're like we're needed um our voices are really needed in the space and i think we're only we're only going forward we have a lot of work to go but i'm just pumped to start you know seeing the food chain keep going. <laughs> yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think PR is definitely an industry where they're definitely making strides to actually be more diverse, equitable, and inclusive. Um, I mean, people can't see me, but like I'm Asian American, like full Japanese. Um, something that I think PR could work on is definitely like racial. Um, diversity and racial inclusion. I think a lot of times, like especially for Asian Americans, I won't go off on this, but I think um, a lot of times, like people are like, "Oh, like Asians aren't POC." You know, as long as we have like one token Black person and one token Latinx person, like we're diverse. Um, and so I definitely think there needs to be more work in the racial space. But I can definitely tell, like with our generation, we are passionate about that, and it's like a genuine interest for us so i do think we're going like in the right direction for sure in terms of that work still needs to be done though yes well said page you know i think people hear gen z they're like ugh not another tiktoker talking to me i'm like we deserve more credit i agree I like think, there yeah, are absolutely. so many good yeah. things about our generation that i think uh, like older adults like our parents especially like we're so passionate about creating a better world. Like, mm-hmm. they, people just need to recognize that. I'm so tired of them thinking we just sit on TikTok all day, mm-hmm. which like I kind of do. But but now adults aren't. We do other yeah. stuff too. But like, <laughs> we're also the most socially aware generation. Yes. And like, yeah. there's a reason for that. Like, I'm sorry, you don't think social media has played a part in that? Yeah. Like, you don't think TikTok's played a part and like yeah. making us the most socially aware generation? Like, sorry, I yeah. call bull. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's where PR comes in too. Like, that, PR is social media a lot of the time. So like, being socially aware is not annoying. Yes. Period. I, she yeah. said it. Yeah. And all, yep. Period. There we go. <laughs> and podcast. Uh, and, and podcast. Uh, I want to bring up something from Forbes about Gen Z and what we're off the table is that we have a really big focus on meaningful interactions. Um, and they mention in the first sense, it's like Gen Z is tired of companies that only want their money. And I think that's so true. I, you know, I try and try to see what brands are a little bit, you know, well, capitalism as a whole is not sustainable for that kind of thing. And that's a different conversation. Um, but I think with Gen Z, we really want, we really value loyalty as well. Because if we want to put focus to your brand, we look a little bit more deeper underneath the skin, a little bit like, well, does this brand have a sense of understanding with the quality? Do they have the same values as me? So I think that aligns with what our discussion is about. But just a little fun fact Forbes is on top of it. They also mentioned that we have a huge social presence, which is. That's, yeah. I mean, that's not, not surprising. But also, we yep. have a spending power. Hear this $143 billion. Oh, oh we're rich. And 40%. Not, 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 not yet. Well, I think, <laughs> I think including oldest, myself. Right. <laughs> I think the oldest Gen Z is like 23 years old right now. What? And Wait, youngest, really? Yeah, I think the youngest is like 16. Let me look it up right now fast. Um, oh, my. Which is weird, right? Because I'm like a 16 year old right now. I do not relate to what they're doing. Um, no back. No back. <laughs> The TikTokers. Also, <laughs> also, we're also called Zoomers. That's our like little I, phrase. Oh, and like what, like Zoom? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like maybe we can not bring that up. Yeah. No, oh, fine. Make that my legacy. <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the lowest, the youngest person in Gen Z would be born in 2012. Wow, that is very Ew. scary to be. Yeah, that's kind of I feel too big. Um, very random, but um, wait. So then, what are we? We're Zoomers. We're Zoomers, Gen Z. Yeah. Oh, I think, okay. like, I know I'm, like, barely on the cusp, though. I was, like, born in 99, and don't they, like, start counting Gen Z in, like, 97 or 98 or something? Wikipedia says 97. But maybe, uh, but it's always changing. I know, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I really, like, do identify being, like, right in the middle of Gen Z and millennial. Because, like, let's be honest, I love Harry Potter, and I feel like I really, totally. that, I feel like that's the de- defining millennial. Oh, yeah. I feel like, <laughs> so does Paige. <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of millennials, like, 
act like they're so above us. I'm like, you were born like literally two years before us. We yeah. consume the exact same thing. Like, I don't know if Megan and Aaron know, but like that pink brown like bedroom combo that everyone had in yeah. like middle school, like that's mm -hmm. not a millennial thing. Like, wait, what? I, never I literally that. can pull up a picture of like there was like a pink, pink and brown like and like know. a lime green and like a certain like blue color. Was that it one of like the dots and stuff? Yeah, like everyone's yeah. just obsessed yeah. with it. I had that. I so had that. Yeah, or, like they Wait, play like. Are you talking about like the like your bed sheets? Yeah, <laughs> Aaron, I need a shape. So, like you'll see it and be like, so like on there. Right now. Okay, maybe, everyone else is like, <laughs> maybe I'm not. Maybe just, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Was that mainly something in for for? girl bedrooms or was it more yeah. is this like yeah. pbt okay. and like is that what we're talking about yeah, yeah I, I mean definitely not that. too yeah. <laughs> or like also with like songs like millennials think they like own songs i'm like we heard yeah. we played yeah. that too guys yeah. like no the like millennial gen z war actually cracks me up because yeah. i'm like i don't know who you think is fighting this like <laughs> i'm sorry gen z is out here fighting putin right now we don't yeah. have time oh, for millennials gosh. so true <laughs> which like i'm sorry oh, so good. No, it's relevant i can agree i um <laughs> Like one time I had a conversation with someone a millennial and they're like got in an argument over like <laughs> Beautiful Soul by um Oh oh my god What's his face? And it's yeah. like, Nelly or like, yeah. like how do you even know that song? You're Gen Z. I'm like okay. I'm like, <laughs> you were literally born in ninety six. Calm down and yep. it's not even that far away. So they I think they try to like gatekeep a lot of the two thousands. Yeah. yeah, like and I get yeah. The, like, oh, like we had silly bands, we had these smelly calculators. I'm like, <laughs> same. Literally, so did I. Like you should have seen my arms at elementary school. Those <gasps> they were covered in silly bands. Yes. Same. Oh my god. Yep. And the smensels. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. yeah. And, the and the smelly markers. The felt yeah, ones. The felt yeah. ones. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Sketch. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the god. s'mores one was good. Yeah. yeah. The mint one. Mm. So so good. Mm. Yeah. They do that. I like the lemon one. See, that was my least favorite. I'm sorry. Oh wow. Aaron. Yeah. Lemon hater. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's oh, like Clorox. Uh, I think that's why. Well, I think like the yeah, smell. Like, of the oh, that's how you like that. Okay, okay. Like, that's fair. So uh, we're gonna transition to a little bit more about the organization because I know a lot of listeners are probably very curious on how they can get involved in HPR. That seems to be the hot topic question repeatedly. So, <laughs> but, so I'm curious on um, Megan. This might be a question for you as well too. But feel free, Paige and Aaron, to talk about your experiences. But. Um, Tell us why some why HPR would be something students want to join. I know we talked about how unique that experience is, but um, how would someone get start that interest? I guess as a starter question. Um, yeah. So our applications we hire in fall and winter. So our applications usually go live like about a month before school starts. I think it was around then, like mm -hmm. a month, a month and a half before school starts. Um, so you can follow our Instagram. It's Allen Hall PR. Um, and nice we post plug. nice plug. <laughs> nice um, plug. <laughs> So you can follow us there and we like post updates when um, applications are out and stuff. But it's a resume, cover letter. Um, and then if you have like any faculty references, the only thing that we like really, really strongly recommend is like utilize SOJC advising and like writing services when you're doing that. Um, resumes, like I know they say this a lot, but like don't use a template. Like we really like like you don't really realize it until you're reviewing applications. <laughs> Canva. <laughs> Canva. OK, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Canva templates are like the same as any other yep, template. <laughs> literally. I mean, yeah. So it's like when you're going through applications and you really do the same one over and over again. It's like, I mean, it's not like you just throw away the resume, but it's also just like, OK, use like something unique that's going to catch my eye. Canva's great. Um, yeah. But just like if you're going to use a Canva template, edit it a little bit. That would be my recommendation. Yeah. But like also, I mean, really, SOJC advising is amazing. Like 
Shout yep. out to Sam Nussbaum. Sorry, like, oh. you're my bestie. Um, <laughs> Megan and Olivia work there. I talk to her all the time. No, literally, Sam is amazing. Um, I just, like, planned an event with her. Literally love her so much. I'm going to miss her most when I graduate. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, like, they're there, and they're available to students. And, like, a writing central, like, truly your cover letters, take them there. Like, they will just literally help you so much. And it really does, like, show, like, you know, even if you don't have a lot of experience in PR, which, like, that's fine for Allen Hall PR because, like, that's what we're here for. But, like, at least you're presenting, like, your best foot forward and you're really showing, like, I, like, really care enough about this organization that I'm going to, like, take my resume to SODC Advising. I'm taking my cover letter to Writing Central. Like, so, I mean, I think it really just, like, goes to show that you're, like, willing to go the extra mile. So, like, you know, if you don't have a lot of experience, like, that's fine. That's what HPR is here for is to, like, get you that experience. But, like, really, I do recommend putting your best foot forward. So, yeah, resume, cover letter, some faculty recommendations. Is there anything else I'm missing? Writing um, samples. Writing, Two writing samples. samples. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. Gateway. Yeah. Love gateway. It. Yeah. You know, um, it's the writing for communicators. Um, yeah. Charlie Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Love it, man. Shout out Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> so, Paige, tell me, how was your application process? Um, Honestly, it was very long. Um, Like the application itself, which is a Google form. Um, was really long, but I think it's definitely worth it when you're doing the work that you're doing. Like, they want to hire, like, the best that they can get. Um, one piece of advice I have is on the Google um, form, like, application, like, really try your hardest to give the best answers. Like, don't just write one sentence and assume that's going to get you in. Like, Megan said, like, really put in the effort to everything. Like, even if you don't have all the PR experience in the world, that's not what they're looking for. But just putting in the effort, that's who they want. And that's like they're hiring the person, not your experience per se. So definitely like don't limit yourself based on your experience. Just put your best foot forward and hopefully it'll work out. Three fucking tweets. Thank you. Um, So Megan, there's also an interview process alongside that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then that's how you proceed with applicants. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Cool. Um, I think you touched on it well, too. Um, I know a lot of students are worried about applying to these places that don't have the samples, the work they have. Um, and I think you touched on it well, where it's just explain why, explain why this experience, explain why, I think it's hard to explain why having no experience is beneficial to the application, but I think mm-hmm. they can do that by showing their eagerness, showing their attitude and being like, I'm really excited to get mm-hmm. a part of this. And I think that's super key to highlight. And I think, yeah. because um, that, I think a lot of students fall in that pitfall and yeah just not sure well and i also think that's something that you need to like go into with like just your professional career too like i mean sorry a willingness to learn is so sexy i, I like, agree i mean seriously like that's what like pr people like want when they hire somebody like and that's what we want at ahpr when we hire somebody like we want somebody who's like not going to come in and be like oh i know everything like no you're here to learn and you're going to be learning for the rest of your life in this industry like i think that is something that is like just really key to like emphasize in every single application you put out it's just like you're willing to learn and you're willing to grow so yeah i think one like i one thing is like I often forget is like this is a class mm-hmm. and we're getting credit and so we're here to learn and we're here to build our resumes, you know, and or not only build our resumes, we're here to learn and all those things. But um, I think applying with passion is like the best way to go about it. Like I remember like really harping on how much I wanted to be a part of the team mm-hmm. and how like as an individual, I think that I can bring more to the team, you know, and I think that's coming with that energy and that passion is like, that's how to hit it home. Yeah. Also, like the great thing about being like in communications is that like everything you do is in communications. You just have to frame it the right way. Like even volunteering you did in high school, like 
you were probably doing some sort of like communications thing. So highlight that and be proud of it. Very true. I love how you said it. Do you guys have any final words or any final thoughts? Just to... I think one thing we didn't talk about was like also the social community that really is an HBR. Like, I could see it now. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. you can't tell. So like, yeah. yeah. are listening, you can't really like these three girls are so comfortable with each other. It's 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 very visible visually. So like, you guys yeah. are so community driven. It's well, comforting. and like we literally have never hung out hung out before. This like, is yeah, yeah. The, seriously, and I feel like that <laughs> yeah. speaks volumes. Yeah. Like our. our are, it's a community and um, I feel comfortable going up to anyone in HPR um, which is hard to say about a, a lot of groups so really confident in like what we've built Amazing. Yeah. definitely like during meetings I, it was like a couple meetings ago we ended up having to talk to like a group of like five people for 10 minutes or something like that everyone was so nice and just ready to like make conversation and I think yeah the social part is something that really you guys will have a great time and meet like really fun people. Like me and Megan, we've been to coffee shops a few times. Aaron, wanna come to the I'm next one? Like you are so fun. I love you. I love you. you guys. This is perfect. Look at that. I this hope I'm in success story. Yeah. Okay. No, not really. I figured, oh, wow. I figured. Yeah. 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 See, I, I'm used to that from her. Yeah. You liking the lemon pen is Literally. like immediately. Yeah, red yeah. flag. Yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah. It's Tasty. Um, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like a tasty smell. Okay, good. You know what I mean? I think yeah, it's yeah. called like Clorox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing. Uh, well, now I'm digging myself a hole. I just <laughs> love it. Anyways. <laughs> I love, I had a thought. Um, I hope y'all go to Rennie's after this then. <laughs> love that. Um, that's, I think that's the most important part almost. I think if you're all comfortable with each other in the space, it'll make conversations more comfortable. So Paige, Megan, Aaron, thank you all for being on Off the Clock tonight. Um, where can people find you and reach out to you? Don't say your phone number, please. <laughs> I was going to say my home address. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. at the 515, you guys. <laughs> Don't put your so. home address on your resume. No. no. Also, do that. Don't, I, I used to do that. And you know what? Maybe that's why I was rejected. There you go. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> too. If you guys have an online portfolio, yeah. do not put that one on there. I, yeah. I've been telling people this, especially in my, um, my organization, it's when you have a separate online resume yeah. that's you know does not include your address and i would say even <laughs> your phone number too um especially online you can send them out to any places but like people who are specifically on your public page don't put that information right um so how can everyone reach out to you and talk to you guys more about everything in between linkedin.com um slash megan dash mortensen there's an h in the megan so don't forget that um <laughs> i'm also on instagram megan mortensen there too Ooh, um, i know follow me guys <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. Slide into my DMs. It's all good. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> all right, Paige, how are you? Um, also, same LinkedIn and Instagram. Both of them are at Paige Morishita. You know, got to go for the consistent branding there. Absolutely. Yes. So just Aaron Tooley on Instagram or LinkedIn. Seriously, don't hesitate. I will answer whatever. I'm an open book. I agree. So. You all are incredible women, very smart, talented, and have such amazing thoughts and beautiful brains. So I hope that people are out to you and talk to you guys more. But thank you all for coming. Thank um, you. Thank you. Shout out after you. hours. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you all. Um, so everyone listening, uh, this is Off the Clock. You can reach out to us on Instagram at After Hours and our website to listen to more podcast episodes. Thank you all for listening. Thanks, girls, for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. you.